Everybody, welcome to another episode from Boys to Men. I'm your host, Terry, Mr. King, and I got a special guest today. Man, this boy come from up north, y'all. Hey, it's winter times. It's kind of cold in Florida, but it ain't cold to him. He used to this shit. He used to this shit. But I'm gonna let him introduce himself to your people. What's going on? Um, what's up? My name is Julian. Um, from New York. You feel me? Uh, it's my second year at UWF, and I'm just chilling, man. Trying to live life. Learn lessons and shit, you know. Yes, sir. That's all. Hey, so they call you Juju, don't they? Yeah, they call me Juju, Jules, whatever you wanted to call me. You can call me whatever. I heard about three, four nicknames already. And I don't Hell know, yeah. Be like three days. <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn. I was like, damn, how many names this motherfucker got? <laughs> shit, I hope not too many. I don't want to confuse niggas. Hey, don't worry. Hey, confusion is good for it. people that don't need to be knowing who you are. Yeah, that's true, CD. I don't, yeah. I don't care that much. That's what you know exactly. what I'm saying. That's a good thing, too. Yeah. All right, man. But, look, y'all, we got a good episode here for y'all today, man. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. We're going to have some deep conversations. And I know you don't look at y'all, but the boy, the boy Korean and black, he, he blazing. He blazing. So y'all know we got a lot of Asian and black, two of the, the best races blended in together. So we're going to talk the a lot about combo. It. The best combo. Hey, Korean combo. Hey, Korean barbecue. Come on, bro. <laughs> Undefeated. Undefeated. Hits every time. They, they don't understand. Like, it, if y'all put this two, two together, y'all know Korean barbecue was found about a black and a, and a Korean guy, right? Finger licking. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man. And so, Juju, tell, tell a little bit about your story. Because, look, you're your mom Korean? Yeah. So, ooh, yeah. Saying how my, my auntie is. So, yeah. I know Asian women, this is like just as strict as like black women. But, different league. But it's a different league and stuff. Different league. They're like in the same game. Yeah. Two different teams, two different play styles. Ooh. Um, But. See, the thing was, is like when my parents were close, they got married young. Ooh. So my mom moved to where my dad was at, and it was, uh, you know, like the, like the projects and something like that of Delaware. Right. So she, my early years, that's who she was around. So she adapted to that real quick. So like she was known as like the ghetto Asian on the block. <laughs> you feel me? So she adapted to that real quick, but it was like the Korean culture was embedded in her. Yes. So yeah. yeah. So, so did you do you do you speak Korean? Not fluently. I understand fluently though. Okay, okay, because basically yeah. you're the second generation. She came over from Korea. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, she wasn't really heavy on me learning it, but now I'm trying to learn it. Dang it. Yeah. You like mom, you fucked me up. I'm right. To, I could have been bilingual on this motherfucker. I could have you should have pushed me more. You should have whooped my ass more. Shit, I don't Ooh. know. All right, so you got your ass whooped by your mama or your daddy? Both. Not a lot though. All right, who, which one was worse? Honestly, I think my grandmother was worse. Ooh. Yeah, Asian grandmother. Asian Asian grandma was hit you with a flip flop. Bamboo sticks. God damn. Yeah, they don't they don't like to throw stuff. They don't do stuff. They just had strictly the sticks for it. I can I can I can even do it. Do it. Well, I can't <laughs> say shit. My great grandma she whooped us with a butcher knife. Mm. And didn't cut you. That's skill. Exactly. That's different. That's that's a whole different level of ass beating. And fear. I and feel like fear. I'd be scared as hell. And, look, and I was the youngest, so I was like the last one always to go. Where? So I was looking at her like, 
I was like, damn, I'm already crying and shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared because like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting cut. Hell yeah. But I was her favorite too, so I was She like, took a light on you or no? Yeah, I got like three licks and everybody got mad and shit because they getting like- Why he get three? I got seven. Exactly. Six. Exactly. Yeah. And then I get beat up afterwards. Damn. <laughs> damn. By them. By, by them. <laughs> so I was like, damn. It made up for the licks I didn't get. So. Yeah. But no, all right. So talk about being Korean and, you know, growing up. How was that? Um- it's uh, I think it's it's very uh different. I mean, from where I grew up, it was a predominantly white area. Fact, you know, so, same here. Right, yeah. and like there's a good amount of it, Koreans. I was gonna say Asians in general. There is, um, but I grew up in a Korean church. You know, damn. I grew up. Um, uh, those were like my only Korean friends. Was at Korean church. But, like, they live close to me, so we would, like, see each other, like, in school here and there. I live with my grandparents, so the whole household was Korean. Damn. We'd had tenants in the house, and most of the tenants Korean. were Korean because they would post on Korean Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but look, that's one thing I, I, I respect about the Asian culture mm-hmm. that's different from the black culture. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to the, someone looking out for, like, the same, they look out for each other. Yeah, yeah. It's like a... A unity, you know? It's like, I got you, you got me. You feel me? Like, when they look at each other. That's, like, very similar to, like, the black community, I think, too. Sometimes, but I feel like... It depends on the area. Yeah. Like, the situation. Like, who they around. You know what I mean? Okay. Especially, like, a a predominantly white area. You know? They feel like a lot of prejudice is against them. So, they like, yeah, you know, we together on this type of shit. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I see that happening a lot because especially like even at this camp, mm-hmm. people don't know. Uh, this is the PWI. This is, people don't know what that means. It's a predominantly white campus. Mm. That means a uh, majority of the people population here is Caucasian. Yep. And you see a lot of the minority communities like when you find the people that are your same orientation, right? They click up. You stick. And you stick together. Yeah. And. It's same like that. I think it's like that in the world too. Cause once you find the people that you mess with you, mm-hmm. it's like okay, this this is the person I'm sticking with. I'm rocking with. Where we're going to? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I understand to the extent. Yeah. yeah. So now you said you grew up in a predominantly white area. Yeah, I grew up in the country. It's a place called Cantonment. It's Cantonment. outside of Pensacola. Okay. A little country town. Really. You drive. Yeah. Yeah. Were they fucking with you? Oh, yeah. Like, they accepted you and shit like that? Well, my mom worked always up there at school okay. and everything, so, you know, she always kept my eye on me and all the other That's shit. That's what's up. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you know, like, when, you, when you're younger, you don't look at it in a certain type of way. Oh, you don't think about it at all. But when you get older and you look at it, you're like, yeah. oh, shit, damn. Shit makes sense. It makes way more sense exactly. now than it did back then. And I, had to, I really had to learn that... I had a, I didn't know about the prejudice, but I learned about it as I got older and mm-hmm. older. And then you start seeing the true colors of certain people you grew up with. Mm-hmm. But it's not their fault. It's because of how they were raised. How they were raised. Families and yep. shit. So it, it, yeah. What they're used to and stuff like that. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it sense, but at the same time, you'd be like trying to, you'd be like, bro, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you try to like find answers for it and shit like that. And, you, and you, there's really how time is no answers, but it's just 
that's just how the world is. It is. Sadly, it is. And that's everywhere. It's not just like in New York or here. Yeah. Like That's around the world. Yeah, it's around the world. And it could be flip-flop. It could be like a predominantly black area, but yeah. there's that one white family, you know what I mean? And they getting bullied. They could, you know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Shoot. Because yeah. shit. Uh, and I look at it like this. You got... Dang. All right, so you part of ha- you're half black, you have you have Korean. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of years, mm-hmm. there's been a big uproar on both of those mm-hmm. type of lives. Yeah. So you got to look at it: the Black Lives Matter uproar yeah. after George Floyd, and then mm-hmm. the Asian, Asian hate. Matter. Oh yeah, the Asian hate. Yeah. So, how did that being a black and an Asian? Mm-hmm. How did that affect you? Um. It was kind of hard uh, in general. I think initially I was like, I spent a lot of time like really questioning everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't feel anything. I was just trying to like make something out of it, you know, instead of like, because cause honestly, like if I took it the way it was, I was just kind of scared of like feeling like hurt that yeah. the world, that that type of stuff is happening in the world. Like I didn't want to accept that truth. Yeah. I was just trying to find like, just like reasonings or like really just ways to like process it and it took me a while and you know it was just weird like i never felt that hate personally yeah. like to where like you know someone wanted to like just beat me up just because of how i look you know like That's i never really crazy. felt that yeah. and it was like seeing that happening you know to everybody else around the world it just like brought a whole different perspective. Hearing my parents talk about it, yeah. it brought a different perspective for sure. So I had communication. Y'all had y'all discussed a lot of this. Yeah, stuff. for sure. I talked to my dad more than I did to my mom um, about it, more in depth, like to see from their perspective. Like my dad talked to me a lot about a black man's perspective in America, especially oh, yeah. from what he's experienced, because he's experienced that type of stuff before. Yeah. And he would tell me like. You know, like stuff was not different from 18 years ago, 15 years ago. And I was like, legit. Yeah. And now it's just that now it's like on everyone's screens, you know, like there's a movement now. And, you know, like it's just crazy to me that um, like, I don't know. I felt like it was in my head a lot, but I just felt like when those things uproared and like all happened, I felt like a little bit of like a separation from a lot of people around me. Yeah. Where in terms of like, you know, like seeing where they stood. Yeah, seeing where they stood. Like they were for the movement, you know. But I was just like, you know, initially I was like, damn, like I gotta watch myself. Like I can't like be too comfortable around like everybody. Yeah, everybody. You know, like anything could happen. It's just yeah. sad to see. Like I felt like, you know, every time I saw someone get hurt or die. I just always felt like a part of me was just getting killed. And I was just like, I would get depressed a little bit. I would get sad and be like, what the hell? No, and I feel like majority of every black person felt like that. Yeah. Especially, I heard because even when, first when Trayvon died, because he was around the same age as me, I Mm. believe. Like, because I was in high school during that time. Mm -hmm. And then... It just keep going on, keep going on, keep going like, on. It wouldn't stop. It keep going south because, like, you know, the stuff be happening already, but now you're right. seeing it 
more publicized and you're seeing the people that doing it getting all for it and right. you go down so where where does my life really stand right like what well, right, like how much does it mean to yeah to you because yeah you got the the white friends but yeah i got this one black friend i'm not racist i'm like i'm my, not saying you're racist but my you know my girlfriend's neighbors dogs cousins <laughs> their third uncle is black like come on bro Exactly. They always try to justify that, but then I'd be, I'd be like, "Yeah, you, uh, you're saying that, but how are you? Look, you're not being hurt by the same thing. What's your reason why I'm hurting? Because mm-hmm. when I see that black man, I see, I see me. Right. I see my son. I see my friends. Right. So I'm like, imagine. I said they would never know how it feel until they actually be in that same predicament. Until it happens to you. Yeah, and then on top of that, you get raised by Asian mother. Mm-hmm. Like when you just <laughs> between Asian women and black men, those are the two like most traumatic experiences in America. Because mm-hmm. if you look at how Asian women were treated mm-hmm. over the time, it's crazy. Yeah. Now you look at how black men was treated over the time, it's crazy. And their roles, you know. Like the roles that I think people expect them to play, where, but you know, yeah, I think I think it's a the traumatic part that you said is very true. You know, um, there's a lot of pressure put on Asian women, and then there's a lot of pressure put on Black men, especially with my parents. They're both young, so like, you know, my mom was expected to do a lot for the family, and my dad was expected to do a lot, but it was two completely different things. And just the way that they were brought up, you know, it was just like t- same environment, I guess, but different cultures. Exactly. And it, like, you know, it affected, you know, how it came down on me, I feel like. You got both of them. Yeah. You got both traumatic experiences in one. Like hearing the stories from my dad and his parents or my mom and her parents, and then, like, just trying to see them, like, be better for me. Yeah. But... And you try to figure out where you fit in in the world too, because really, it, it people don't look at it like, oh, this this is just happened to that one person. This mm-hmm. and third. No, it, when this shit happens all the time, mm-hmm. and America just try to close his eyes to it and try to push it to somebody else, when the reality, in reality, is really y'all. When when it comes down to it, you got to answer for the traumatic experience. The trauma you cause people, yeah, because at the surface of in order for us to heal, like as a race and a culture and a yeah. nation, yeah, both all parties got to take accountability for their actions, mm-hmm. and then you was not feeling this displacement of damn, where do I stand in this world? Because mm-hmm. that's the hardest part. Because I remember we was, uh, one of my classes I took last summer. Was talking about that, um, the how they difference from how they look at Asians and how they look at black people. Mm-hmm. There's like people are scared of black people, yeah, and that's why they do the certain things they do to black people. Mm. Now, when you look at they, they like we're strong, they, they look at us like we're stronger, mm-hmm. but they don't want us to know our, our true strength, right? And then, as far as Asian culture. They try to look at them like they weak because they always try to say they look down and everything. Yeah. When I'm like, and I was, it was a, <laughs> it was a white guy telling me this. It's a white teacher, but I was like, in reality though, if we know this, 
we an Asian man and a, a black man will whoop a white man ass. <laughs> I was like, bro, but I feel like they their strength come from keeping us divided and keeping us under. How I put this, uh, like under their conditions, yes, or under like their what control, they want. yeah, control. You know, it, it, call it for what it is. It's control. Like yeah. they, um, I don't want to say they because I don't even know who I say by they because yeah. I don't want to talk about in a general. Yeah, we don't generalize space. it, but yeah, it's exactly. Ones, you know, it's like what happens is it's just easier for them for people to put, I guess. Um, you know, black people or Asian people yeah. or even just minorities in general. It's so easy for them to, like, really put them in line of, like, I guess the typical stereotypes or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just, like, you know, there's people out there who just base the whole judgment on that. And it's just so easy to do that. And it's harder to just really meet someone, get to know them, finding out they could be different than the stereotypical exactly. way that you look at them. Then, you know, they come off... You know, it rubs off them a certain way where people don't want to take time to get to know them. So yes. they start doing stuff off the rip. That. <laughs> you know what I mean? To those people. And it's like, bro, you're not even like treating them like humans for real. Exactly. We dehumanize each other day in and day out. Right. And like, it comes second nature now to like, even from black people to black people to Asian people to Asian people, mm -hmm. we dehumanize each other because it got so conditioned into our DNA now from mm -hmm. the fabric of how we had to be brought up and make, work through the cracks right. of this society. Right. And like, think about it. When was the first time you actually seen some positive representation on like just your your culture, like yeah. on Koreans or black? Yeah. Think about that. Like, say when the first time you seen something that's positively represented you, your culture on TV? It only happens when like someone in that race is succeeding in a way like the stereotype yeah. put it in so like let's say like a crazy good ass athlete like yeah. lebron james <laughs> yeah you know what i mean or like a good rapper or like an actor for instance you know like stuff like that but there's like not really like much or like you know for korean like k-pop stars or oh, like yeah. drama actors or like that's it you know and or they, like if you're not one of these you gotta be this one. exactly like it's like shoot i don't even really know like other than those in a positive way where it's like you made a whole change on the world and everybody really accepted that you yeah. know like i'm really trying to think i know it's hard to figure out find one you know, like, shoot, I don't know. Like, it's not like there aren't enough. It's just like not. It's not publicized. It's not publicized. It's not praise, you know. It's kind of like, you know, oh, no they big push that deal. To the side. Yeah, no big deal. Because if you find out, I found out this. Majority, like, of the people, the most successful people that are black are mm -hmm. actually lawyers. They're more black lawyer lawyers than they are athletes. Athletes. But what they're going to put in front of you is the. I was just thinking that, bro. Literally in my head, I was like, they don't really show no like life-changing black lawyers. You know what I mean? Doctors or shit. Yeah. If it's not acting, football, or like basketball, any sports. Stuff. Right. And then like someone made the the comparison to that for the slavery back in the day. Because like really they did use the black people to entertain. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, 
sports is in the entertainment industry. Same thing mm-hmm. with acting. Same thing with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So even with the Koreans, like, like I said, bro, most movies I remember watching with like Bruce Lee and everything, or like any other type of movie that had Koreans or Asians in it. Mm-hmm. The Asian people were the gangsters. Damn. Or if they wasn't gangsters, they were killing each other, like samurai stuff. Mm-hmm. Like but, the violent bad exactly, people. The violent bad people. Yeah. It was like, and then even like in Rush Hour, they played on the stereotype. Even though it was a funny movie and like one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Look. They sauced that shit up. They sauced it up, but like just like off rip, like why did Chris Tucker have to be the 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 stupid funny right like outlandish movie. like ghetto like cop you know what I mean and then Jackie Chan oh he he just a crazy Asian he's an international agent you know what I'm saying like people assumed he didn't speak English like you know what I'm saying like they didn't respect him not then, at first then they had like the earnest baby but if the shoe was on the other hand or other foot how you want to put it that's one hard thing people don't do is try to put on someone else's shoes. And not even walk a mile, like... Take two steps. Just take a step. That's hard for a lot of people. Or even just, like, look at a situation from a different perspective. Like, as little as arguments. Not even just, like, big things, like fights or something like that. Like, I'm just talking about, like, conversations. Like, oh yeah. you know, people don't even think about, like, oh, how could this... How could this have, you know, hit that person the way I said that? Or, you know, vice versa. You know, not a lot of people think about that type of shit. And it's like... You know, at the end of the day, it is a respect thing, yeah. I think, you know. I was about to say earlier, you know, how you said, like, it was, um, like, embedded in, like, our DNA. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of like the, like, a whole, um, uh, like, uh, unfairness in a way yeah. or, like, the mindset in a way. Like, I was going to say, um, shoot... That's crazy. I remembered it until I got to the sentence <laughs> and then I forgot. But I think I'm going to get back on it. Okay. It's more of like, um, okay, it's more of like a, they look at those people like of color, yeah. right? Or who came up a different way. Yeah. And, you know, like those people who don't get those same fair chances or. Yeah. You know, grew up in conditions. It's just like that makes people feel like they don't deserve as much. And then next thing you know, there's going to be people that treat them like they don't deserve as much. Yeah. You know, like that racial hate or whatever it is. Like, you know, racism is hate. That just deprives off not just you being less of a human. That just comes off, you don't deserve as much as me. Like, exactly. the fuck? Like, you're supposed to do this, this, and this. You're supposed to live like this. You exactly. know? Like, but yet, if we look at it, our cultural... Uh, how I put it, our cultural backgrounds, mm-hmm. histories, and everything is what a lot of European history drove was created upon mm. or brought up upon because mm. they used the stories of how we did things to do th- basically conquer how the world perceived everything because mm. from black history, mm-hmm. like. Honestly, I feel it's worse for black than any other race, mm. and I still feel like that mm. because, like you say, with your Korean, co- your mom, they still brought a little bit of their culture mm-hmm. over. A little. They brought it. Yeah. That's all they knew. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's all they knew. And I think about this for black people. 
uh, most black people don't even know where free they come from. They don't even talk about African heritage. Right. They really have no history about who they are. Mm-hmm. So, and that's me included. I'm not even gonna that, lie to you. I'm not shoot. I I didn't take the time to really ask my people like, yeah. where did we derive from? You know, but and, and like who who you can't really blame them because like. They can't. Sometimes they can't even answer that question. They can't. They don't know the answer. Sometimes. And all we can say, like, oh yeah, we're American. We're black. Right. Like we may have some roots over there, but sometimes maybe we came from right here. Because as we've seen over the years and years to come, that's why they're trying to. What's that shit? Critical race theory. Mm. They're trying to make sure that's not taught Mm -hmm. in high school, just so that privileged kids won't feel bad about the things that their privileged ancestors did in the past so they won't have to be accountable for the things they have done. They don't and feel they accountable. Like, they don't feel accountable. Yeah. But at the end of the day, until someone take accountability for the actions of the past, you can't move forward to, to the that. future. Yeah. And you can't stay you can't even in presence, that's why we got so much friction right now going right. on. So Right. And there's not I feel like people don't value moving forward as much as they should. Yeah. You said some shit right now. Like, <laughs> why is that not as important? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's almost like they don't want to move forward. It's just like, wow, taking accountability is just so much. But like, I'm going to just put that on somebody else. I think they really looking at it like this. They think if you give us our correct portions, mm-hmm. it's less for them mm-hmm. when it actually is not even less for them. Mm. They're thinking they got to give up stuff. But at the end of the day, you're not giving up nothing. You're just giving us back what is ours. Right. But most people don't want to. You're not giving up shit. They don't want to give acknowledgement. Because if they actually do acknowledgement, a lot of stuff that they take credit for would mm-hmm. not be given to them. And they have to give it to the correct people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's true on the Asian side. And mm-hmm. it's true on the black side. It's mm-hmm. true on like a lot of different cultural sides. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to the cultures, our cultures are, I think, Korean, like, Asian culture and African culture is kind of similar. It got their own different things. Yeah. Different stories, different things. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that ties us together. Mm. The, I feel like they can we can relate with each other's pain in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the principles are very similar. Yeah. The feelings that we get from... Our experiences are very similar. And I mean, like, in terms of, like, let's say an Asian family yeah. straight off the boat came to America. Oh, yeah. Right? And, like, a Haitian family off the boat came to America. Yeah. And the opportunities that those two families got or whatever they had to feel go through for the first 10, 15, 20 years until they actually it's live that. a normal life, yeah. you know? It's the same feelings, same things. Like, I talk about this with my boy Tron a good amount of times. And, you know, it's it's very similar. Or just like all of my friends who are either black or Korean, whether their families did have to come off the, you know, like, boat, yeah, boat, or like, just like from the country straight there, or their great-grandparents had to, like, it's, yeah. a, it's very similar. Even with... I mean, yeah. shoot, like I, I mean, like I know we're not talking about them, but like even like, you know, like Latinos, you know. Oh yeah, trust me, they, they, they basically the same way. Very similar. But I feel bad. I still, I feel worse for them in the aspect of they getting treated like that in their own country. Mm-hmm. Because technically, wow, that's crazy. 
the the parts that where they trying to say, oh, give it back to your country. They're in their fucking country. Y'all just stole it from them, and they they displaced somebody that was already placed there mm-hmm. and moved them out and give them the like the the scraps and want them just to survive. That's just so petty, and it's like especially privileged people who don't even know they privileged. That forms the bad sense of entitlement. You know what I mean? And then it's yes. like, go back to your country or <laughs> you're stealing our jobs. Like, bro, like, why you feel so entitled to that? Like, go get another job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they but, came in here illegally for a reason. Like, they're trying to do something better. And send something back for their people. But at the same time, that's all there is, trying to take care of our families. Our families. But the funny thing about it, when people say that certain things, because mm-hmm. they say that to black people, they say that to Asian people, they yeah, say all this stuff. everybody. But... They're doing the jobs that you are not willing to do. Mm-hmm. That you're like, oh man, you're not paying me enough. You're crying. You're getting lazy. And they're like, bro, you want to be lazy? Psh, we got it. Some black people are not getting like that. We're we're getting lazy, and now we're complaining. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking. I was like, man, you we're getting adopted to this culture. We're like, we got no room to complain that these people come and take your job. If you're gonna be lazy and not do the job, fuck it. If they want to come and do the job. Shit, why are you crying for it? Right, you, shoot, I don't even. I said this to, um, I was talking about this to like, I said this to my dad, I said this to um, my boys, like even when Black History Month started. Yeah. Right? And I was like, yo, like, yeah, we got our own month, it's cool. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, majority of, not majority, there's still a good amount of black people who are just like they don't I mean I think I think it's actually changing now yeah. than it was back then. Yeah. I think it's actually like gradually changing to where like we realize that we can do more. Yeah. You know, like we can like achieve more. We yeah. can like make a better impact. We can leave a better taste in everyone's mouth about us. We can prove people wrong basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like I felt like a lot of people were getting comfortable with proving people right. Whereas like, okay, that's the conditions they put us under. All right, they get comfortable. And you we're know, the product of our environment. Product of our environment, you know. I've heard theories that like it was the white man that made our environments. I know they on did. Purpose. Yeah, they, they did. did. And they did. And the funny thing and not even funny, like how they how they did it, they they made it so where there should not be nowhere they can come out. Mm. They like the Holocaust in the better way that mm-hmm. how I put it. They use the same theories that they use in the Holocaust to to for the Jews. Yeah. That they they brought over here. Mm-hmm. And that where you get the hood and the ghettos. Mm-hmm. And then they imported drugs into our communities to deal with that. The, Especially in like well not to deal not like the purpose was to deal with it, but that was the purpose for us using it. Yeah. Was to deal with so, those emotions that they made us feel, putting under those treacherous conditions and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. You know what and I mean? And then they knew that it would destroy us. Us more. Because, and separate us addicts, as a Right. And then there's always gonna be people that want money. So then there's gonna be those people that take those things that they gave us and start charging yep. people for it. You feel me? I mean yep. it's worse if you give it for free. I mean it's bad if you give it regardless, but yep. still, you know, it starts recycling. Next thing you know, there's people making money off their own people dying. Next thing you know, and let them kill their own people. Out let them of kill their own look, people. You're from New York, so you 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 know from the. I've seen it. You've seen it. Nah, yeah, no, nah, I've seen it. I got I got family members still struggling with that type of shit right now. 
I haven't heard from them in over a year. I don't even know how he's doing right now, but yeah, it happens, man. Like, it happens. Like, my dad used to be a dope boy. Like, when I was, before I, well, it was either before I was born or when I was little, he would tell me stories about that type of stuff. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Like, Cause they, they took away everything you got, and this is the only way you can provide for only your family. Way. And only then, way. Then they be like, oh, dude, this is I'm like, bruh. When you make it where they had nowhere else to do, mm-hmm. like you give certain people no options. Mm-hmm. But, and like you said, they use that to destroy the black community and the black family. Mm-hmm. Even more, not even just the black family, the Asian families, mm-hmm. the uh, Latino families. Mm-hmm. And maybe the more where you can decriminalize uh, a race of people while having to decriminalize yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I understand because you hear stories about New York. You already know New York is a city that never sleeps. There's some grimy niggas there. And they some grimy. There's some shiesty ass niggas. They same way in Miami. Hey, like Miami, I say, everybody come here and say New York. I'm like, bro, go to Miami. Yo, yeah. It's the same way. Facts. Same type of stories, but yeah, yeah. you know. But I swear the the sun down there doing something different to these boys because. They, they brains be fried it's the same. Bro I was gonna say Add the heat You add that 80, 90 degree weather to it You gonna make niggas Do some crazy shit I think that's why people Say Florida's the crazy Florida man this Florida man that That's down south There's different There's three parts of Florida Yeah they're, yeah. They're, okay I gotta give you that There's different parts yeah. And they do different things yeah. um, But like if you add the sun Yeah Cause like I'm telling you That heat Oh yeah It irritates niggas Oh it irritates ain't the word bro I'll be that one like going outside, especially during the summertime. Mm. But the thing about it, I heard it's hot up there in New York too. In the summertime, well, see, like when it's supposed to be hot. Yeah, you feel me? Like New York goes by the seasons <laughs> accordingly. If it's September to uh, November or December, it's yeah. fall. It's autumn. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wear and your coats and all. Exactly, those or like you dress light coats or whatever. Then when it's December to March, it is winter. It's cold. It's snowing. April to June, it's spring, and then summer. You feel me? Like, it goes by the books. All right, now what about Florida? I think Florida is like, there's spring, summer, and then fall. I feel, all right, I I can see that, but look, I I do it like this. From 12 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock. 5, 6 a.m. It's cold. It's it's cold. Yeah, okay. So Pensacola, I'll give, you know, like North Florida for sure. Because I've seen it. 30 degree weather. I see my breath in the air. You're like, oh, it's there. I saw my boy car get frosted up. I was like, what the fuck? We supposed to get snow? Not today. And then then from 7 to 11, we're in our spring. Okay, so you count about a day. I count about about hours. hours. Yeah. We have... have we have every season within the hour, That's within crazy. a day, within a day. Crazy. So, y'all gotta give us some leeway on that. Hey, I don't For know. Sure. Look, that's why all the people in Florida, our immune system's like tough as fuck. Tough as hell. Shoot. Tough as hell. But see, us niggas up north, we live in that cold. That cold is dip ten degrees. I'm talking well, to you, five, y'all, ten degrees. Y'all different type of breed. Cause blizzards, niggas walking in blizzards for anything, pussy, food, <laughs> gas. I ain't gonna do it. It don't matter. I can't do it. Niggas will do it. It doesn't matter. Niggas will. That's shootout season for niggas up there, apparently. Niggas is shooting in the winter. I don't know why in the winter, but 
Niggas shoot in the winter, man. Niggas, man. <laughs> I, it, it's treacherous. Okay, so, all right, let's go back to New York, though. All right, right, let's talk about this. All right, in New York, is the Korean community and well, is the Asian community and the Black community more united? United, or is it more like going? Yeah. Okay. Dysfunctional. I think. I think. There was never like a bad judgment. Yeah. It's more of like it is what it is. Like you know, there's no hate. There's no love. It's just you, you, and then like there's them, and then if you just happen to be like shoot, I don't know, just just liked by you know one of the other, like let's say like an Asian kid chilling with like a group of black boys but like they found him cool yeah. they going you know Fuck yeah their view on asians going up you know what i mean but like if there was that typical like corner store ran by asians and like you know like this is just like me coming off like like uh just like the stereotype because like i've seen like all like you know like the oldies movies and stuff like that and like they always yeah. play the role in movies where it's like oh like that, yeah that, what you doing don't here? steal in my store uh, you, you know what i mean it's like oh i'm watching you and it's like you know that type of stuff like that brings down the perspective or like like that type of behavior but you know i think there's no there's no stigma between them i think it's more like this more than just like this or that like it's just here you know um but like, I think naturally, cause this is just biased me being mixed. Like, yeah. there is that. Yeah. Like how we were saying before, like how you know they get treated or they're viewed, you know, or how they raise their kids. Even like the culture, it's off the same principles in my opinion. So that's why like it's like this. Like they feel the same things. It's just different, um, like characteristics, different like. Things that go into it, you know, different stereotypes, I guess you could say, yeah. different um, yeah. things that, like, you know. Um, but, yeah, like, I've come across black girls who love K-pop. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of them. My sister's one of them. Uh, ain't a lot. <laughs> I started listening to it for a little bit because it was a fad, and I was like. It ain't, bro, you can't they, tell me it's not fire, though. It's right. I was like, shit. I was like, these Asian motherfuckers singing and they rapping. I was like. I was like, well, goddamn. Hey, Come on. I was like, y'all, we got we to lose our jobs again. Y'all better get on your shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> this mama they, rap got to go. <laughs> they appreciate the culture. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's vice versa. And Exactly. I feel like both our cultures feed off each other in a, in a ways more more than any other. Combo. Combo. Really. Because yeah. uh, like, as far as hip hop go. Just stuff like that. Just like in general, like the Asians and... Even more than the Latinos, because I feel like more Latinos they would be more on the side of the country mm. wave, and we come down to that type of mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. than they would be with like, like you see them doing that now, the more reggaeton and all the other yeah. stuff, like, like Bad Bunny and everything, <laughs> yeah, coming doing this thing. But like, when you look at it, oh, at UWF, one of our core values. Appreciate it, Siri. Right now, this means wearing a face mask. Yo, I know Siri talking that shit. Yeah. Talking that shit. <laughs> but she be usually having like those short ass messages. Like, yeah. these are kind of like the ugh. long ones. Yeah. But now, uh, I see that 
it's like that's why I'm saying I see a lot of parallels with the Asians and the black community. Yeah, like how they intertwine. Yeah, because like I feel like we're like the polar opposites of each other, but like the yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Like it's good opposites. Yeah, good it's opposites. It's like we learn from the differences exactly. instead of like let it divide us for real. Exactly, because hey, look at it. Like they said, they look at the black people like they're too powerful. Mm-hmm. They look at the Asians like they're weak, mm-hmm. but not knowing that both of us is like the the strongest because of everything we've been through. There's pros and cons, I swear. Exactly, it's pros and cons to anything. Like how you said, like strong, weak. Yeah. Um, but like. You know, black people know that Asians are smart as hell. Exactly. I feel like Asians feel like black people could be dumb as hell. Exactly. Because, you know what I mean? Like, it's like intertwined. It's like but, so crazy to me. And then we, we put, we always put the stereotype for the person versus, like, because, like, instead of getting to know the person and see how he is, mm-hmm. the culture or race of the person, mm-hmm. already, like, oh, Oh, you must be smart. You, 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 oh, you dumb as fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You this. must be hella athletic. Exactly. Hey, can you do my math homework? What? You don't know how many times I got asked, like, yo, like, <laughs> you're Korean too. Are you good at math? And then I tell them my math grade and it's not that good. <laughs> and niggas be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, they be genuinely confused. I'm like, what you expect, bro? I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You expected me to have an A plus in geometry, nigga. No. <laughs> No, algebra is not my thing. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like people got to learn how to separate the the culture from the person. Yeah. Because, shit, when it comes down to it, that's the whole thing. We, we, we putting every person in the same category mm-hmm. versus the individual itself. The box. The box. Putting niggas in the box. We're, we're, we're stuck in the box. Mm-hmm. Until we can get out of that box. We're fucked. People just need to believe the box can be open, bruh. Oh, trust me. I, I believe we can blow that bit the fuck out. Bruh, I know. <laughs> I can clearly tell. And look, it's it's going to just take one little spark in everybody. That's all it takes. Like, it take, that was saying, you reach one, teach, teach one. one. Yeah. Because that's the only way we can get out of this systematic dilemma that we're in in both cultures. Actually, in every culture, mm-hmm. because we believe that the the glass ceiling that they put us, they gave us, is the glass ceiling that we are limited to. Mm-hmm. But once we realize we're limitless and we can do way more, that's when the magic happens. You can break glass. Oh, yeah. Glass is see-through, nigga. You that's can right. see what's on the other side of that. I mean, get through it. It's all about if you want it or not. Like I said, like people be getting comfortable with this shit, like... No, like you gotta want more. Like borderline, like I've been called like well not I've been called, but like I don't think a race should be more superior than the other. Nope. Right? Then, you know, when it comes to like one race being treated less fair than the other, or one race getting less opportunities than the other. Yeah. Basically one race being less than the other. Yeah. It's like if that's the truth, we just gotta do more. Yeah. You know, like we just got to like do more. And I mean, I wish we didn't have to do more. Like, yeah. trust me, I hate doing We, we hate having, having to do it, but. Why do we have to do more? But that's what we have to do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, and well, nowadays I feel like that goes for almost everybody. But the fact that that racial stuff is still playing today as strong as it was Back 20, then. 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, that's a problem. 
you know what I mean? Like, shit should be changing a little bit, or a lot, at least by now. Think about it, because that was in the 80s. It's 2022. You thought, mm-hmm. shit, we had a black president. <laughs> shit still yeah, ain't black changed. black president, right. That shit kind of made shit worse, actually, how you look at it. You would, think, you would think a lot of people after Obama, people would, like, be chilling on that. Like, chilling on that whole, like, type of, like, negative energy. No, it got worse. It got if anything, worse. It got worse, and it's so crazy to me. Like, the reasonings for um, those killings, like like Trayvon Martin or, uh, you know, Tiana Brown. Or, or because we had a black president. Like... There was just never a val. There's never a valid reason for anything like that, and then just for it to happen, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm funny and not funny. Uh, and the one thing I remember most about Obama's presidency mm-hmm. was the fact that how it affected him when the verdict came out about that. Cause I know he felt some blame towards that because he knew that a lot of people. Don't change is the is the most scariest thing that certain people that are in power are scared of. Having that, yeah, being in that position. Because being in a position where you feel like you're gonna lose some of your power. Mm-hmm. I can understand why they're scared, but at the same time, you ain't got no reason to be scared. Yeah, because no at the end of the day, we're just asking, give us what ours. You don't got to go out there and kill us because. If, and funny, like even with media, if we go out there and start shooting up the white kids, had no reason. Same type of scenario that any or any race go out there and killing any everybody of other mm-hmm. race. When it comes down to minority races and how they be perceived on the media versus how other races are perceived on the media, mm-hmm. it's night and day. Yeah, because we're gonna be the thugs, the gangsters, and everything else. Yeah, but you never hear other races being called. Mm-hmm. Races, Yankees, uh, rednecks, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They always got this picture of a kid smiling. Mm-hmm. You pay attention to the next time you see like something like this happen. Like they might, they try to justify. Oh, he was in a gang. He was this and the third. That doesn't give you more of a reason. That's what I'm saying. Life, like, yeah. They just be acting off what they think of that person. Like I said, yeah. take the time to get to know them. You know exactly. what I mean? Like that Trayvon Martin thing. Like. Dude just saw a kid in a hoodie and just, like, felt so uneasy. What you feeling uneasy for? You don't even know the dude. Exactly, and you're not even a police officer. You're not even a police officer. What you doing? And still got off. That's you wildin'. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, you're not even going to, like, check him on and see if he's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like, you know, like, you need a ride or something. Like, you know it's what I mean? Like, you straight. Com- like, common courtesy. But most of the people, don't, like, you got to look at it. When it comes to certain people in certain races, mm-hmm. that common courtesy is never given to them. Never. You always think the worst less than think of the best. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem I feel is happening, especially with the cultural differences in this world, well, especially in just this nation, mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just because you gave us a month, like, I, I only celebrate Black History Month, to be mm-hmm. honest, because I look at it. Black history is American history. We How do you celebrate it? You can't, because I'm like, bro, you trying to limit it. You try to limit us to, to this one month, and then the shortest month on top of that the too. I did, I, <laughs> okay, so I made a song a couple of weeks ago, and I I started talking about Black History Month, and yeah. one of the lines was something about 
Black History Month being in February isn't that racist. And then I looked it up because me and my boys actually said, like, yo, like, that's weird. Like, that's sus. Like, why do we only get 28 days out of a 365-day year? Yeah. Why should that even be, like, Man. kind of a thing, you know? Like, yeah. it should just be, like, a regular go without saying. Like, we should be praised any other of the day just as much as everybody else on a normal exactly. Wednesday. So I looked it up. Why is it in February? Apparently, it's because Abraham Lincoln's birthday is in February and Frederick Douglass's birthday is in February. I was like... That's it? <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's it. And then I put it rest in the song and I was like, shout out to them. You know, if it wasn't for them, um, it was because of the way they thinking. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for them, I can get an education, something like that, like along those sure. lines. Hey, don't worry, we, we can add, send me the song we put at the end of this episode. <laughs> Shoot, I got to fix it, though. Hey, don't worry, I'll let you fix it. Don't yeah. worry, it's going to take me a minute before I edit this episode. <laughs> you good. <laughs> but, no, like, but um, yeah, like, you know, I had the same concern, same, same question, and it's like, like, I don't know, like, people feel like they do enough because they give us a month, give us a, a holiday. Yeah. But, like... Shoot, I don't know. It's like if we, like if we want to go against anything that goes on in America, they're so quick to call us not American. Yeah. Tell us to go to a different country. Tell us to go move somewhere else. Do something else. I'm like, bro, what do you yes. mean, bro? Like, I'm just saying we can do better exactly. for everyone. Like, exactly. why you feel like I'm dissing you? Because they is like. I'm sorry, my you know I don't have an American flag in my front yard. I'm sorry, bro. That, that thing about it, I, I was in the military, so I even look at it like this. That's what's up. I look at it like this, my man. Paid people be talking about the shit. Don't even want to get on the front line and do shit about the other shit. But we have enough time to spend money helping other countries and helping the people on our own. Mm. So it lets you know, like we're even though we're they treat people in other countries better than us. We're like a second rate citizen. Mm-hmm. So. It's fucked up as it is. It is so. Uh, how do I put this, man? Uh, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's it's. We're the we out of. All right, I'm I'm putting like this. The people that try to tell us to go back to our country need to go back to their country because they're not from here anyway. You know how we <laughs> said niggas need to do their education. Yeah. Don't even know what country they from half the time. Yeah. At least they, these people know, so they can go their ass back. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they just think like, oh, this is their shit. Exactly. I'm like, how you gonna tell me to go back to my country? You got a country to go back to too. I feel like, all right, this is my new title for America: the lost, the 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 nation of the lost and found. Lost and found. <laughs> lost and found. That's a very big thing. A lot of people are lost. Yes. Lost. I shoot. I be feeling like that sometimes. Still to this day, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean, it's easier. Um, Especially like when you come from like a background yeah. where like the history is not given is is not being given or treated the same. Yeah. Right? And it's like you just try to you just wanna do more, you just wanna be more or be something else. Like you know, I had a de- uh like I felt like I had like a whole identity crisis um coming into college. Like, I came here to play football. Yeah. Everybody knew me at school playing, football. being that athlete, like being that guy, I guess. And I just wanted to be known for more than that. I felt like I can do more than that. I felt like, bro, I'm not just 
on this earth to play sports. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I make people laugh. I light up your day. But all you care about is me posting football pictures or coming to my games. Or the first question you ask me is, like, something related to my game. Like, come on, bro. Like, You're more than an athlete. I'm more than that. So, like, when I came here and I didn't get a chance to play, um, I was wilding out. I'm not going to lie. I was doing some festivities. That's happened to everybody. It happens to everybody. I took that time out to be just a student. Like, uh, uh, okay, word. You hear that, right? Yeah, that's, that's my point. Okay, bad, bad, I think bad. that's my next guest, but... Oh, you we'll, good. We'll close out in a Word. Yeah, but, you know, it was just like, you know... Yeah, no, nah, you good. Just taking the time out to, like, figuring that shit out. It's like... It goes to everybody, man. Everybody gets lost. It's all about getting found. You feel me? It's all about getting found no matter how you do it. You just find out what you do, what you want to do, what you love, who you is... If you don't feel fit in, it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you're not supposed to be fit in, you feel me? You as a human, fit in, that's already it. It's enough. Now go do what humans do and live life to the fullest. That's it. So, that's all I got to say. Man, man, that was a nugget. So, man, let's go ahead and give me some closing remarks so we can close out this episode. Cool. Yes, sir. Man, what what is your biggest takeaway from this episode? Um, biggest takeaway, just you know, like there are answers, there are solutions. Yes, we just gotta people. There's people who don't want to move forward, and people who do. People who do should stick together, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's just all about love, man, and like understanding. That's it. Perspective. That's really it, is perspective. perspective. That's what I took away from it. Yes, perspective. Sir. What yeah. about you? Don't be quick to judge mm-hmm. a book's by its cover. Mm-hmm. The stereotypes that were given to the 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 culture of the, the people mm. are not those people. Mm. So if, let's unlearn these stereotypes and let's move forward in this world. So we can make this world a better place. You already know the vibes, man. Yes, sir. You're already on the same page as me. Yes, sir. So I want to tell everybody, thank y'all for tuning in for this episode from Boys and Men. My closing remarks, like always, dream big dreams because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you feel if you know you couldn't? I don't know how, how big you feel. How big would you dream if you know you couldn't fail? Period. So let's start dreaming big. 2022 is our year, man. Let's make some moves and make some stuff happen. Hell yeah. Peace, love, and happiness. I know that I'm different. Self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah I learned from my experience I just want someone to take me serious Real questions that I ask How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat